I think one of the harder lessons that I've I had to learn as uh, uh, as I've become an adult and or pretend to be an adult as I go along is uh, knowing when to actually ask for help and then in return also accepting help. Maybe maybe you are someone who is a pro at this, but knowing almost all of you that I, I would not go that far. <laughs> uh, but it, it is very difficult to both receive help and to actually ask for help in any sort of way. And the, the interesting part for us as Christians is that that is actually our entire life. All that we are, all that we have, has come to us because the Lord has helped us. The Lord has entered into our life and He has actually held out His hand offering that help. And before you start thinking that I am some sort of Baptist, <laughs> you have received that help. Because accepting it is honestly too hard for us. But that is something that God has brought into our lives. Has planted in our hearts. Has worked hard to grow within our lives. Isaiah chapter 65 is one of the more monumental portions of Isaiah. It's the beginning of the end of the book. And here it is writing and speaking to the people of Israel, and it's coming from the voice of God, and he describes himself as one who is sitting there, basically in the marketplace, calling out to the people as they are passing by, Here I am. Right here. Right in front of here I am. And the people continue to just pass him by. And not only actually do they continue to pass him by, but they dare to say in the marketplace, you should stay away. I'm too holy for you. I'm too holy for you. Now maybe this action strikes a little bit closer to home for many of us. For we ourselves have had different times in our lives where we, we have continued that walk. Where God may have just been standing there right in front of us saying, Here I am, and, and we continued on our merry way. I've got this. It's okay. I'm in control of what's happening. No thank you. My experience since being here in Seattle has what seems to be more to do with the persons that are saying, you should stay away, I am too holy. I never thought I would live to see a time when the world has become more self-righteous than the church. For so often, I am greeted by news and by opinions and commentary all telling me of the different ways that I should think. That I should be better. That I should learn to be more accepting. That I should learn to actually have words of love. I meet more preachers on the street than I do at conventions and conferences. Because we have become a society 
but we feel that we are very much fully in the next. And the danger that I issue to you today as the Church of God is to not fall for it. It's to not fall for it, but to actually remember that we are people who need help. We were born under the law. The world calls and reminds us of the laws in which we are under, and I cannot bear it and carry it myself. Long ago, the Lord interceded in my life and took that burden from me, but I often find myself wanting to go back to it, to carry that law, to carry that burden, to make myself the more perfect Brad that I can be, or so I can. Christ, by His blood, by the baptism that has come into my life, not His. The burden to be holier than thou, of being self-righteous, of needing to speak the perfect words in our world today, to be the most progressive and the most open person I can be, all of that has been removed. My justification my grace, my salvation, your salvation, is Jesus. For we have a God that dares to enter the marketplace. We have a God who dares to come among his people, to even announce loudly before all of us that he is here, right here, right in front of me. Are you in your dark place right now? There he is. Are you feeling the most alone that you have ever felt? There he is with you. Are you feeling that you are now the person that you thought you could be? The most perfect example that you could ever become? He's right there. Still standing. Still among you, still with him. Are you going through the most extraordinary grief that could ever come to someone's life? More than ever, there it is. God describes himself as standing there among the Israelites, saying, Here I am, here I am. And as they pass by, they not only walk past him, they not only call themselves holier than him, but without any regard to the law that he had given previously. They go and they eat the things that they should not eat. They live where they should not live, among the tombs of the dead. The unholy, dirty. And they do not see this as something to be hidden, but, but something that should be rejoiced, something that should be out there loudly in the face of all the world. Because they can do After all, they have preached them. Therefore, it is true. God begins to talk almost like a Lutheran, a long gospel corner. It's kind of frustrating. 
He lays down this law heavily upon them and calling them out, not holding the punches in any sort of way. And he says in great condemnation that he will push them out, squeeze them out. But then he hears something. He hears something else. There are still a few. There is still among them, there are still people within those that think that they are holier than everybody else. There is still good to be found. So he makes his promise, comparing it to grapes and wine, that he would not push people out of his life. But instead, he will make for a time and a day when his children, his sons, his sons and his daughters will come to him, will be called to him, will hear the plea, here I am, and answer, find their home. You Sometimes it's hard for us to feel it at home. Sometimes it's hard for us to stay strong in it. But God has made his home for you. He invited you in with his baptism. He keeps you there with his body and blood. He encourages you with his word. He calls you his child. You are home. Gospel. Story of the Legion. Something out of a fort. This little short part over here. Jesus shows his power and his strength not over, not only over creation, but over these demons and all these powers. All those things, you know, that would like to lie to you and tell you that you are holier than thou. The very ones that, that like to come into your life and bring you back to your addictions and in, to all of your temptations. In this story, Jesus shows his power and strength over them. He, he actually casts them out. Almost making the same statement we made last Sunday over Reed. Get out, you demons, and they groan for the Holy Spirit. Well, after he does this exorcism, after he shows his power and authority over these demons, the man who has now been set free cries to Jesus to go with him. Take, take me with you. Take, take me to the other side. Let me be among you. Do not let me be here in this city and this town anymore. Seattle. Right after seeing their cost of living expenses. <laughs> Get me out of here. But the, the Lord, in his wisdom, tells him to stay. Stay here among your people and proclaim the good that the Lord has done for you. Stay here and, and grow. Are you aware of the, the old cliche blossom where you've been planted? It's not my generation. It's, 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 it's more of you than me. 
Lots of where you are playing. Blue? Blue? See, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The point's there. Blue. Blue where you are playing. This man has been freed from the enemy. He's been set free from the demons that torment and taunt. He has been brought over out of the law and into the gospel of Christ, now living fully in the grace, and he wants nothing more to this walk with Jesus. Jesus will come to him. Jesus won't leave him. Jesus will stay right there and continuously say to that man, Here I am. And because that man will stay where he is planted and will grow, the people there will have Jesus standing in front of him, saying, Here I am. His word will stay in that town place, blooming with the fruits of So many of us, when we are calling for help, when we finally are ready to receive it from the Lord, are only doing so as a way to get out. Many of us find our time of wanting to escape and to run. Our family may have disappointed us. Our, our work has turned against us. Retirement does not seem to be what I thought it would be. This church lost its pews. Getting out. Christ can handle us to Be among your family. Be among your friends. Be in your workplace. Be with those that you have been planting. There, bring this good news. We are not under the law, but are ones who have been set free. Bring this good news. There is none who can match the glory of God, but the glory of God has come to this Hear this good news, that the love of God goes above and beyond any love that we can create. Stay, and let them, let them know the good that God has done This may cost you. This may be hard. This may seem dark, and it may seem like the most glorious thing on earth. Either way, God says to you, be right. So let us go. Let us go and bloom.